Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio Hey, everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy Everything I learned from movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. 
Ah, uh, we are continuing Lady Shoot first with 2011's Colombiana. Yeah! Oh, but babe, before Steve. we get into this one. Oh, Steve. We're, too, we're yeah. too sober for this. Wait, what? <laughs> too sober for this. All right, we have from Uinta Brewing Company the Cutthroat Pale Ale. Yeah, cut them throats. Yeah, it's getting fishy on it. Let's see. Bottled in January. Yeah. <laughs> 5% alcohol by volume. I'm going to pop this top. Yeah. Oh, what's up? Oh, he said it. And the pour. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Beautiful amber colored ale with a white foamy head, lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles in this cutthroat. Get a little, almost like floral hop. Just a touch of pine. Yeah, it definitely is floral. Um,. Yeah, what? A, yeah, a little pine, little. It's not little, overly hoppy. Yeah, yeah, it's just nice little pale ale, really. Yeah. Oh my God, pickles, bro. Sorry, pickles is being pickles and just running around like, oh, oh, I need to jump on a lap. Oh, oh I need all of your attention. I'm too stupid to live. I'm not eating. I'm not eating gravy at this moment, so I'm a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> I'm too stupid to die. Too stupid to live, too stupid to die. So yeah, cut through a pale ale. Woo! Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But babe. See you. Colombiana. Not the name of anybody in this movie. Nope. Not even close. <laughs> uh, from director Olivier Megaton. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm sure it's like Megaton or however you're supposed to say it, but you know, some French dude. Who's he, you might wonder. Yeah. <laughs> Who's he or she? Yeah. Uh, Olivia Megaton. No. Um, right. Uh, he did French action movie. Ones we might have seen. Well, I, I know I've seen. You might have. Uh, he did Transporter 3, which I should try to... Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, this. And then he did the uh, Taken 2 and 3. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> Guys, spoiler alerts. He has the same method in this movie. A lot of cuts. <laughs> Oh a lot god. of cuts every quarter second oh or so. Oh my god. <laughs> every six frames, he's like, next! How to say you don't know how to shoot an action scene without saying you can't <laughs> shoot a fucking Look, action scene. that being said, not that bad. It's hard to see any action it, when you're constantly cutting away from it, which makes my brain just assume nobody can do any of the fucking stunts. Maybe my brain just processes it faster. <laughs> Mm, maybe you're giving this too much credit. <laughs> or maybe I just don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm giving myself all the credit. There you go. But this was written by, <gasps> wait for it, Luke Basson. What? What? Is it because every movie with a female assassin <laughs> who's sad is a, a takeoff uh, of Le Femme Nikita? Babe, it's a French fem- <laughs> female assassin movie directed by a French guy. You think Luke Basson's not going to be involved? <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm too busy making other movies. Why don't you do it, Olivier Megaton? <laughs> uh, of course, he's the writer-director of, like, Nikita, Point of No Return, which we did, I don't know, a week ago. Uh, <laughs> Leon the Professional, Fifth Element, Messenger, The Story of Joan of Arc, The First Transporter, 
District B13, Unleashed, Revolver, this, Lucy, and a bunch of various remakes. Uh, and then that Valerian and the City of a Thousand Plants we choose not to talk about whenever we can. But this was also written by Robert Mark Kamen. Who's he, Steve? Babe, he wrote <clears throat> Karate Kid. What? The sequels of all the Karate Kid movies. Uh, Lethal Weapon 3, Walk in the Clouds. Fifth Element, that makes sense. Uh, Kiss of the Dragon, Transporter Taken, this, Angel Has Fallen, Cobra Kai, (laughs) and all of the various sequels of all of those various franchises. So, pure gold. He only writes pure gold. Yep. (laughs) Sold. He started off with Karate Kid and just kept on peaking. It's called moving laterally. (laughs) Uh, But of course, this movie stars Zoe Saldana as Catalia. Who's she, Steve? Uh, apparently she's Colombiana. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's no Colombiana in this movie. No, it, but but it sounds cool because she's Colombian. So she uses <laughs> fake names in this. She could have used Colombiana or she could have used Anna. Like she's an Anna yeah. from Colombia. I mean, that would make a lot of sense. That would have done something. Well, nope, she's uh, mm. Ca- Cata- Catalia or whatever. Uh, Michael Vartan as Danny Delaney. Uh, Cliff Curtis as Emilio yeah. Restrepo. <laughs> I love Cliff Curtis, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it was halfway through the movie, we're like, okay, we're watching a movie about a bunch of Colombians who kill people, but it's starring Zoe Saldana, <laughs> who's, I'm going to guess from Chicago, uh, Michael Varton, and Cliff Curtis, who's a Kiwi. <laughs> right? Like, like, are we going to get one Latin actor in this? <laughs> I, I don't know who played Marco, but I'm pretty sure he's the guy from Blow, who's like from Jersey or something. <laughs> like James Hong's from Minnesota? Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, but babe, we... We start off this incredible movie with a bunch of footage of uh, drug deals going down in Colombia and a bunch of, like, <laughs> seems like dark web video clips or something. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, it, cool. It felt very the net. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. But then we go back to 1992. Wait, what? Yep, hold on, guys. And, uh, and I got something coming up about this a little later, too, that I want to point out. So we're in 1992, and uh, we're at uh, some mansion, and there's, uh, you know, this obvious, like, super rich, like, drug lord guy, this other guy. And they're like, you know, adventures to the future, my friend. Yes, and to you as well. (laughs) You've always been like a son to me, and you like a father. (laughs) Look at this parting amicably. Yes, yes, this This is great. This always works out for the best. And they're not even out of, like, earshot of one another, and they're like, kill that motherfucker. (laughs) No, you kill that motherfucker. Like, fuck! Fuck, fuck! He could have at least, like, been a bitch about it or something, but now I know he's gonna kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Time to go home to my apartment? Yep, we only have one hour left to live. (laughs) Vamanos, vamanos! And they, uh, go home and basically walks in a wife and kid. and Mm -hmm. Wife and, uh, like, like, what, eight, nine-year-old daughter or something like that? Yeah, so, so this is, this, this gentleman appears to be of Latin heritage, as does the wife. The daughter is a little black girl. Yeah, I mean, they're the the wife especially was like like dark, like she was darker, not, not but quite Dominican, but you know, the well, little girl was black. Yeah, well, yeah, but, <laughs> but yeah, basically, like, walks I in. was sort of wondering if it was going to be a thing like she was adopted or something. Well, yeah, they just found her randomly in the streets of Haiti yeah. or something. What? Look, no. <laughs> like if the movie started out with like she was adopted by drug lords, would that no. add to it or take away from it? 
Yeah, I could see it. But yeah, he basically walks in. He's like, we got 10 minutes. Grab your shit and let's go. Yeah. Are you packed? Catalia or whatever? Catalina? <laughs> Catalia. Catalia? Yeah. Like, I guess Catalia. I don't know. They say it in like 10 different ways yeah. during the course of the movie. But <laughs> What inconsistent accents? Yeah, That's but... not going to be a thing. Nope. <laughs> When you've got a Kiwi playing a drug lord. Okay, Cliff Curtis, when he shows up, he just watched Scarface four or five times, and he's like, yep, that's the accent I'm going for. I kill the cockroaches, but... uh... You know what, though? He tried so hard. Oh, oh. And I appreciate people who try, even if it doesn't work. Like, was it more convincing than Al Pacino? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Look, I believe, I definitely believe Cliff Curtis is more Colombian than Pacino. I will say that. Fight me, people. Yeah, so the dad uh, talks to the little girl and he's like, hey, I want to give you something very special. And he gives her like a microchip, I guess. Right. And in 1992. And she's like, what is this, daddy? Yeah, exactly. It's an SD card and it's supposed to be 1992. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Look, so there's going to be a lot of that in this movie. So then he's like, what is this, daddy? This is your passport. This is what will get you to America or something. And then I also have where another present for you. the streets are paved with cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, Catalia's in America. <laughs> no. But he also gives her the, this necklace with the orchid on it to protect her. And it's like, okay, cool. And then and apparently it... 140 tiny slips of paper that she's going to pass to everyone else in this movie. Well, it was one. No, no, she had like five of them because she had a different people, different pa- little notes. Or was it supposed to be the same note? I think it was one had like the address and then there was like a note on the other side of it or something. Because it's really just goes to and then she gives it to the brother, No, right? no, she's got a bunch of different ones. So she, because okay, she's oh. got the, she's got the one note that she hands the guard at this mansion from like from this scene. She, because she, so, what? so. She's not at the mansion, babe. All right, so dad, so dad's about to get killed and then okay. she goes to a big mansion we find out as a consulate. Okay. So she has that piece of paper. To give people. And uh, she hands the guard there a piece of paper that who immediately takes her to the bigwigs. And then she hands the bigwig guy a piece of paper and then pukes up the microchip. And then she escapes. And then she has the address for Cliff Curtis. And then she hands Cliff Curtis another one that she drew a little doodle on the back of, because so we know she's artsy. That was an, another note from like the dad or something. Okay, I took it as there was the address on one side. She went to the consulate, says I need to get here, and they're like, "Why would we do that?" She pukes up the microchip, mm-hmm. and then, of course, they clean it off. I assume, and then put it into a computer. Like, no, no, he just sort of gently shakes it off and pops <laughs> it in his 1992 computer, yeah. his SD card. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. sorry, we're skipping over actually a pretty good little action scene. I wasn't going to, but now it's <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, she yeah gives the microchip and, I don't know, a small leaflet of notebook paper. No, <laughs> to, right? like, to, like, tuck in her bra or whatever. Because this will be the only time you see her in a bra, guys. Um, <laughs> Put her in a bra! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, basically you hear cars pulling up and they're, like, surrounding the place and... Uh, there's a lot of bad dubbing with these uh, yeah. guys that pull up because it's <laughs> the, the voices are so like 
we want to talk to Leo. <laughs> but it's like, that's not that guy's voice. Come on. No, and this movie was like, this scene was like shot for voiceover. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody's just got their backs to the cameras. Yeah. And, and there's a weird thing. There's a guy on a motorcycle who is wearing a black vest and a white short sleeve shirt. And she's wearing like a little prep school, like pinafore <laughs> yeah. dress and um, like black pinafore dress and a little short sleeve waist shirt. And there were a couple of scenes where I was like, wait, when did she get a motorcycle? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. So they open fire, kill like some guards. Cause the, the, the family's just like in a little apartment building. Like they yeah. had like a two bedroom or something and they uh, go through and yeah, basically we see Catalia sitting at the dinner table and mm-hmm. meanwhile, mom and dad have like shotguns and shit. They're like, pow, pow, and you see him get lit up right in front of little Catalia. Mom drops like a sack of potatoes, by the way, holding an AK. Yeah. Yeah, of course, it's all in slow-mo and she's sitting there like holding back tears. And then, uh, and then we see Marco who comes walking around and, uh. Mark, there's Marco and like this one other guy who basically like instantly like puts the gun next to Catalia's head, and Marco's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you, what are you doing, man?" He's like, he's said to kill everybody, everyone, including the girl. And he's like, "Just, just, just chill. Give me a sec, okay?" Hey, uh, you, uh, you remember me, little girl? I'm, I'm Monk Marco. I'm, uh, I'm one of your dad's friends. I think we met at your communion or something. And it's just right. like. Just shaking her head like, no, I don't know you. <laughs> like, hey, um, your daddy, he like took something from somebody. Do you know where this little thing I'm looking for is? It's just a little thing, like you. And then, uh, <laughs> and she's basically like nodding like yes. And he's like, well, you know, when you grow up, you can be whatever you want. What is it that you want? And she like leans forward and just. Pulls a knife and stabs him in the fucking yeah, hand. Like ah, a, fuck! Like a fucking hunting knife she pulls out. And as she stabs, he says, I'm going to kill Don Luis. And she fucking runs off and, like, <laughs> through a window. And Woo! meanwhile, all the other guys are like, like, what What the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Don't and, kill the girl. We need her alive. And then, okay, we get this parkour chase through, yeah. I don't know, Little Colombiana. <laughs> or, I don't know, Little, oh, little Cartagena or whatever it's, they it's, are. It's Little Colombiana is where the play, where it starts. <laughs> yeah. And this is where you start noticing, like, everything's like a, I don't know, maybe eight frames and a cut, cut, cut. Yeah, you see all these guys, yeah. yeah, doing full parkour shit off the building. Which would be super and, cool if you had a chance to fucking see it. Just got to process it quick, babe. That's all. <laughs> but yeah, she, uh, yeah, basically there's like five minutes of it, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, long short of it, she ends up hiding in like a, I don't know, a vent, like on a roof or something. But then she like immediately like goes down from there and just kind of slowly walking in the street like Michael Sarah head down, just look <laughs> at the ground. And of course they like pull up in like a couple of cars and she's like, oh shit! And like runs and like dives it. Dive slides into the sewer gutter. Yeah, right to the storm drain. (laughs) And Pennywise is like, yes. (laughs) She beats the shit out of Pennywise and runs. (laughs) She assumes he's part of the cartel. (laughs) Stabs him in the hand. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, then she eventually like comes out of the sewers just dripping with sewage. And uh, basically... Columbiana sewage. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of of spice in that. (laughs) But uh, she's basically right next to like the U.S. Embassy... 
And of course, just walks right in because that's how an embassy in Colombia would. Well, be, no, right? she hands a piece of paper to the front guard, who immediately takes her in to see the bigwigs. So that had something. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then she pukes up the microchip, and then she hands the guy a note and was like, "I need to go here." <laughs> yeah, but the guy puts the microchip in or what, or USB or whatever. It's an SD card. Yeah. Basically, the screen on his computer goes full Matrix, like black with the green right? letters and stuff. And he's like, do you have any idea what this is? And she's like, like mm, and she's like, she goes, yes, it's my passport. Yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> uh, cut to her flying to Miami. And I'm like, wait, what? That's not how this oh, would no, go, no. but whatever. Oh, wait. Yeah. Is this where she escapes from the bathroom? Through the bathroom? In Miami, okay. yes. All right. Yeah, so yeah, they fly her to Miami because whatever. Uh, and they're like, I guess on the way to, I don't know, lose her, <laughs> as is custom with right. girls with melanin in their skin, right? Even in back in 92. Look it up, guys. Um, but yeah, she uh, says she has to go to the bathroom, and uh, Lady Agent's like, okay, cool, make it quick. And then, like, within, like, 30 seconds, she's like, you know, I probably should be, like, at least listening. <laughs> right. And she goes in, and yeah, Colombiana's gone. And she's already boarding a bus to Chicago with cash that she had, I assume, keistered. Right? <laughs> Along with all these notes she's handing to people. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, so at the train station here, she hands the guy a note. I need to go here. And he's like, well, you know, Chicago is not, uh, not just around the corner. That's a big thing. And she, like, plops down a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I had to look something up because there's a quick flash of her looking at a magazine with Xena Warrior Princess on it. I'm looking it up now. Hey, babe, when did Xena Warrior Princess start on television? It's like 96. Yep, 95. Hey! So, movie, get your shit straight. Yeah, I, like, yeah. Look, the the SD card, I was like, okay, we're in an alternate universe where it's all, it's just always now (laughs) at the time of filming. It's 1992 as seen in 1967. I mean, probably... Right, so then we end up in Chicago. And, Chicago. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we uh, we meet Leo, played by Cliff Curtis, and he yeah. is beating the shit out of somebody. <laughs> Just like, fat, 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 going fight club on this guy. Yeah. Uh, apparently he has some information that he wants, or, I don't know, he just felt like beating the shit out of somebody while five of his buddies watched. <laughs> Right. But uh, one of the guys walk up like, hey, there's this uh, this girl. She's asking for you. And like, he's like, pay her off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, pay her off. Like, no, 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 no like like a real girl. No, no, no. It's not that kind of girl. <laughs> yeah. Her name is C- C- Catalia, Catalia, s- some shit like that. And he's like, what? And then, uh, yeah, basically, uh, Leo introduces this little girl to his mom, who's like the sweetest grandma you could ever hope yes! for. Yes. I love the likes the trope of like the badass like gangster killer mob boss having like the sweet innocent mother yeah i love that trope <laughs> uh, we also find out that uh you know she would have had a cousin to meet but uh leo's son died mysteriously years ago probably disney disease no did you kill everyone or uh like uh did you get the man who killed him yes none of them are alive that's right and then, uh, yeah, he's like, okay, well, I'll take care of you, you know, you're my niece or whatever. Um, what, what, uh, what is it you want to be when you grow up? He's like, I want to be a killer. Can you help me? Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, and this is where she hands him, like, the piece of paper, yeah. another piece of paper, 
with something from her dad. We don't know what it is. But on the back, she drew a little doodle. And was like, this is very good. You should be an artist. Yeah, like, oh, I yeah, used to that's want right. to be that's Zena, right. but now I want to be a killer. Can you make me a killer? And he's just so like, yeah, sure. <laughs> totally. But you have to go to school and study hard. Yeah, yeah. smash cut to him, like, bribing this, like, prep school or whatever yeah, to take her in. Going to... Like, angry, and she's like, this guy's a school bullshit, isn't gonna help me kill people? And then he just pulls a gun out and starts randomly shooting at cars passing by right? and people in a park and shit. Shooting people in the middle of the day like this? You gotta be smart. So what's it gonna be? You gonna be stupid or you gonna be smart? And she's like... I guess I'll be smart. And then sirens are like in the background. He's like, all right, we, we should walk. <laughs> yeah. So they walk away. Cut to California 15 years later. Babe, what year would that make this? Mm, 2022. Nope, 2007. <laughs> Not 2011 when this movie was released, but 2007. And here's the thing. I actually prefer it when movies like, you know, instead of just going like present day because that never ages well because it's like, oh, yeah. it, it's present day, but it's 1985. <laughs> if we were watching it now, it's like, Jesus, she's got to be like in her mid forties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it when they're like, yeah, it's like 2007. Like, okay, yeah, this happened a couple of years ago and you never heard about it kind of a thing. But you have to keep the technology and shit correct. Yeah. If you're going to introduce technology, you got to keep it consistent. But... Yeah, this is why, like, the generic just, like, su- like flip phone still works. There's still people with flip phones. It's true. <laughs> They're called my mom's boyfriend. Shut up. His name is Dennis. <laughs> They're called geriatrics, but God bless them. They're also called people on Cricket. Shout out to everybody who's still on Cricket. Yep. We've all been there. Hard time. <laughs> We've all fallen those times, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so we see some cops talking some bullshit, but then they get slammed by a 66 Mustang. And out stumbles the drunkest chick you've seen this weekend. Oh my God. I don't know if he's a French guy who's trying out that, uh, three months of American accent. Man. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Wrath of Man, the greatest movie shot <laughs> slutty dress. Yeah, okay, guys, this is the first of, I don't know, 47 wardrobe changes in this movie this the entire like first three quarters of this movie is just showing that she knows how to change clothes yeah and doesn't wear bras she takes her bra off to put on her like weird unitard yeah don't worry guys you're not gonna see anything except maybe some nips because it might be cold but right yeah so she changes like uses her hair pick pin to pick the lock basically goes to like the uh uh control room with like the electrical junket or whatever and like sets up this whole like cup of water like dripping and then it's gonna fry out the electrical whatever and she's like climbing through the ducts like it's a whole intricate little thing and then uh luckily i guess the guard also goes to take a leak at the exact moment that this is all happening because you know that was perfectly planned yeah um and (laughs) Yeah, basically she like drops down, knocks the guy out in the shitter, and then okay, so they have like security cameras and all that shit, and she's apparently just like walking this guy like a puppet. Like, I assume her hand is like up his ass or the back right? of the jacket or whatever, because you know the guy in the security cam's like looking down, just sees like the top of that, like oh yeah, buzz him in, blah blah blah. But uh, but this guy's unconscious, and then you just see him like falling forward i guess they're still not looking at the camera when she's right there in front of it right. whatever you know, don't worry about it steve uh but yeah she basically gets into the cell where this guy's being held 
And okay, she basically like wakes him up and is like, take your shirt off, like start unbuttoning or whatever. She's like pointing at him and he's like, I don't know what you're trying to do, but pop, 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 pop. He gets lit up a couple times. And then, yeah, basically, uh, you know, all the other cops in the area, like, hear the gun go off because, you know, pop, pop, pop. Right? And they come running in. And uh, apparently the guard that was knocked out now has the gun in his hand. He's like, what, what, what the hell happened? I didn't do that. Did I do that? <laughs> also, she apparently also had time to draw a fucking orchid on his chest. Yeah. As the cops were running over and she was uh, planning it on the guard and going up through the vents or however she got out of there. Uh, yeah, don't, again, again, don't worry about it, guys. If you're looking for logic in this movie, just just stop. Um, and yeah, we got a little chase scene where she's like, I mean, the the climbing up the brick wall, that was actually kind of impressive. Yeah, I, I know pretty... I know there was obviously like cords you couldn't yeah, see yeah. and stuff, but. Yeah, no, no, but I enjoyed it. But yeah, she like jumps and like hangs off a pipe on the other side and goes through vents. And then, uh, long story short, she basically ends up back in her jail cell, uh, back in her, I don't know, hooker outfit. And, and so they're like, well, obviously it wasn't her. Start, start searching the place. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, morning comes. Uh, the like director of the FBI or something shows up and he's like, I can't believe you lost this guy. Like, yeah, I don't know. It must have been a professional, blah, blah, blah. And uh, basically, he's like, all right, we'll lock down the facility as she's leaving the next morning. Because, you know, she's sobered up, right? Yeah, so, boy, man, that worked out for her getting released minutes before they do the lockdown. Like, they're like, uh, shut it down as she's, like, walking out. Yeah. Oh, and the, the sheriff guy, he's like, I guess we'll see you back here in about 10 days to meet the judge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway um so and then we get some exposition from the fbi guy he's basically like we've been on the trail of this guy 22 hits in the last four years all to the, like the don luis cartel and all tied to it we've been trying to find him but then again he just keeps killing a bunch of drug dealers and child traffickers and shit like that so it's kind of like eh who cares i don't know Oh, and then we get, uh, we meet Mr. Reacher for the first time. Now, Mr. Reacher, he works for the CIA, and he's going to a mansion down in New Orleans to meet <gasps> Luis and Marco. What? What are they doing on U.S. soil if they're, uh, you know, Colombian drug lords? Yeah, CIA, I guess. Yeah, we get a bunch of, we get, like, a conversation where they're like, hey, when we extradited you here 15 years ago, you were supposed to give us information, and you haven't yet. And I'm like... And yet you still have him living in a mansion 15 right? years later. We let you, uh, <laughs> may, let, uh, we, we, we totally allow you to still run your business, but um, maybe you should start giving us uh, some information, huh? That would be uh, nice of you. It's like, uh, maybe, maybe it will uh, jog my memory if I get an island. No, I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Catalia, uh, you know, the, the drunk chick. You know, it, it, yeah, it's her older guys. Come on, we knew this. Uh, she's back at her home, and, uh, I just have written down, no time for bras, ever! As she, uh, puts on some music, so, you know, you get some of the soundtrack in there. She does a little, little shaky dance. Uh, goes to take a shower. Don't worry, guys, you're not gonna see anything. And then she goes to the boyfriend's studio to fuck. Yeah. Yeah, 
she's there to <laughs> yuck. And I've written down, this is her 12th wardrobe change in 10 minutes as she's waking up to leave. Oh my god. Yeah, she strips down <laughs> for him. She gets dressed again. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she goes to the laundromat because, you know, she's got to change all those wardrobes. And uh, <laughs> got to clean them up for the next day, right? Apparently. Um, and she meets up with Leo, her uncle. And he's mad because apparently... He didn't know that she killed 22 people? I guess he's just <laughs> figuring this out. Oh, because... Cause, uh, I only gave you, like, eight names, and I find out you've been killed, like, 22. Because, uh, meanwhile, the cops are like, yeah, this is another hit from that same guy. Um, we're definitely looking for a white male uh, with a vendetta, probably mobbed up. Release it to all the newspapers! Yeah, and then that's when, like, yeah, Kurt, uh, Curtis is like, Oh my god, you've killed this many people? This is you. This is fucking you. Yeah, like, yeah, it is. So what? Yeah. Oh yeah, we get the whole scene where um, the the director of the FBI is like at the, the police station or whatever. Like, look at, you know, he's looking up what whatever this uh, drawing on the chest of the dead guy is. And uh, the janitor's just walking by like, oh, that's a Catalia. That's an orchid from Columbia. My wife is Colombian. And then he just walks away. And I'm right? like, Never thanks, exposition. Be... I 100%, 100% thought that the, like, the original drug lord was, like, onto her and planted that guy to, like, plant that information. Yeah, but, the... he, but he wouldn't have, yeah, say he wouldn't have said it to the FBI director or something. No, no, like, no. Right? Yeah, so, so, so my thought at this point, I'm like, that guy <laughs> is so out of place. The drug lord guy is onto Catalia. And so plants this guy in the FBI to feed them oh, this to information. Oh, to find out what they know kind of thing. And... and so that they can tag her so he doesn't even have to deal with her. Got it. Like, okay. pin a bunch of shit on her and move on with life. Spoiler alert, that's not the case. All right, so yeah, then uh, Catalia's next stop after going to laundromat is to go pick up her dogs in the shadiest kennel in the world. Right? <laughs> Except for, are they her dogs? Or did she just, like, train somebody else's dogs? Or whose dogs are these? Because they're they're not at her apartment. They live at an auto shop. Yeah, they live at an auto shop by okay. And the guy that like runs the place, I think we only see him in one other scene, and it's in the back seat with uh, Leo and the grandma, like when they're coming yeah. back from church. So it's like, is that just like a weird uncle or just he looks like, like the uncle friend? who blew like burned out all his brain cells doing too many drugs and can only do like three oh. things well oh if you were played by tommy chong i'd totally see it but, right yeah, yeah that's that's exactly what i was thinking yeah yeah so she goes to uh, get the dogs and we see that yeah she has her train to like eat on command and uh yeah but i think she basically just goes in and like pets them for like a minute and gives them a couple yeah. steaks and then leaves right yeah and she's just got like raw steaks in a paper bag yeah yeah and it's like no yeah, that's you were not very angry of, about that that's not how any of this works <laughs> none of this works that way yeah mm, sirloin eat <laughs> uh so then next up we go to a mansion that has a a fucking shark tank where the pool should be like it's yeah it's got like the you know one of those like dance floor tops on it you see the sharks kind of swimming around and 
And uh, the you see I, a groupie just like strung out, laying on it, like shaggy, shaggy. Uh, why, fishy. why don't they pay attention to me? Oh, you should uh, bleed a little bit. They'll be your best friend forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like okay. This guy's job of the hut. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. Like I was trying to like. I feel like I've seen this guy in another movie, and I'm like, it kind of looks like Jeff Garland, but. <laughs> Also, like the 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 guy from Dumb and Dumber that like uh, you know has an ulcer, you know what I'm talking about, Mike <laughs> yeah, Star or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's it's some dude you've only seen in I guess French films or whatever. He's but... also in that Resort with a Z. Oh yeah, Resort Generation Z zombie movie or whatever. He saw. Yes, which we've threatened to to watch. We yeah. threatened each other with, and not yet. we're just not that cruel to each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then we see uh, Catalia is breaking into the mansion, and we... How is she going to get in there? Oh. We see her crawling on, like, the underside of the dance floor on top of the shark tank. And I'm like... She swam in through the shark tank, which would be a closed yeah. system. This doesn't make any I sense. I mean, you would think. Uh, yeah, Steve, somebody's going to come into our house through my fish tank. Uh, well, if it's a fish tank that has, like... Water being pumped in from the outside more than like no, a, that's not how that would work. That's not how that works. That's okay. not how that would work well, at then all. Fuck, I don't know, babe. Magic. She broke. She in. broke in, then broke into the shark tank. She so broke she in, went into the basement, went into the uh, the sump filter, swam up through all the the filter material, and uh, swam with sharks. That would require three more wardrobe changes. Are you I wanting know, to see right? that, babe? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If she had boobs, maybe, but... <laughs> yeah, that's a big F, though. <laughs> Sorry, Zoe. <laughs> okay, then there's a scene where, like, he... Uh, she basically, like, crawls into his bedroom, and, you know, Jabba the Hutt's just lying there like a... You know, like a fucking, uh... Um, like a beached whale? Yeah, like one of those, like, harem beds, and he's oh, got, like, yeah, four yeah. or five hoes passed out on him. yeah. And then we, like, cut to him, like, waking up, and he's got the orchid drawn on huh? him. <gasps> what is this yeah, shit? What is this? And he's, like, walking through the house with, and... All his guards, <laughs> all his guards are, are, dead. are dead. Like, they're just lying the on the ground. The are like, come back to bed, honey. Yeah. And, and as I read down, so she drew on him without him noticing, and... Oh, yeah, without okay, waking cool. up any of the hookers. Babe, go gay. Right. Uh, but then uh, he goes out to the shark tank because obviously that's the only place she could be, right? Yep. Uh, and he's like walking in the middle of it, like looking down, like woo. Because he sees the one panel is open. Like, no, 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 there was the orchid. Oh yeah, yeah. and the orchid was right in front of the panel that was open. Oh okay. Well, maybe he knows the panel thing too, but yeah, basically she comes, she like comes walking around one of the pillars and is like, uh, I don't know, Don Java. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and he's like, who the fuck are you? What are you doing to my guys? And he's like, instantly, like, takes, pulls the gun out, like, click, click, click. Fuck! <laughs> like, I expect him to, like, throw the gun at right. her. <laughs> and then, please don't kill me. Don't kill me. I can make you very rich. Don't, please don't kill me. I won't kill you. Shoots him in the knee and he falls into the shark tank. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then uh, FBI guy, he calls up CIA guy that we saw earlier, and he's basically like, look, uh, I could really use you this information uh, that from your guy's records on where this Don Luis guy is, because I think he might be in danger, but uh, I keep saying, uh, you know, like, access denied. Could you, like, cook me up? And, of course, CIA nope. guy's like, 
well, here's what you can do. You can fill out a GPG report, and it'll be due processed, and blah, blah, blah. We can't, This thing started for you. Uh, he's just blowing them off. Yeah. And, uh, meanwhile, we cut back to the uh, boyfriend's apartment. Yeah, basically, uh, she's wearing uh, giant boots, but no bras, because that's yeah. how we do it. Yeah, this is, this is her outfit, is booty shorts, oversized tee, no bra. Yeah. Uh, but she also has a uh, a present for the boyfriend. It's a stuffed alligator. <laughs> and, and then, like, she's, like, moving in, like, ready for sexy time or something. And he's like, wait, wait, I, let's just, let's just talk tonight. And I'm like, oh, skip. Cuddle? Skip this part of every one of these fucking movies. I have a beautiful girlfriend who only wants to bang me and nothing else. Oh, my life is the worst. Yep. And then more undressing, more wardrobe changes. Cut to lunch in bed because she slept in late. Oh my god, I gotta go, I'm oh. late! Ah. But before she woke up, he takes a picture of her sleeping. Oh shit, that's right, that's when this happens. Because he's gotta prove to his friends. Yeah, see, so. the, the story I've been telling you, she does exist. I'm not just making it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she goes to uh, meet at the library with Leo and he's super pissed because he's like, you killed eight more last night. That's it. You're fucking retired. You're done. And she's you like. You can't do that. <laughs> he's like, I tried to keep you out of this. I tried to help you get revenge, but you're going about it all wrong. And, and as I mentioned, yeah, she's going about it all wrong. Mm-hmm. See, in this situation, guys, if you're trying to take out the head of the snake, you know, the the, yeah. the head guy. What you do is you strategically kill here and there to create distrust within the cartel. And then they basically end up killing each other or are completely distracted by looking for this other person. That's when you sneak in, pop, pop, two in the back of Luis's head. And then the entire organization kind of follows through. Or you introduce crack into the society. Either way, that's how you do Right? <laughs> Guys, it's the same principle, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, what happens from here? Oh yeah, basically, you know, uh, Scarface, I mean, Leo, uh, basically is like, no, no, you're done. And she's like, whatever, I do what I want. And then Leo's like, I tried to, tried to help you, but here you go. And hands her something and she opens it up and it's a picture of her family when she was like six or seven years old. Yeah. And she just starts fucking bawling there in the library. Oh, well, and and that's when he's like, you can never see grandma again. Oh, yeah. We can't put her at risk. Yeah, I better not see you at church or anything like that either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because I I figured she was bawling because she she already lost one family. Now she's lost the other one. Well, yeah. Her actions. The the thing is that when she, like, starts bawling and, you know, they're, like, yelling at each other in the library, I just want one person to come around the corner and go, shh. (laughs) You shut the fuck up. I kill you too. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) You need to take this outside, (laughs) ma'am. Right. Excuse me, you need to take this t- <laughs> Please take this outside. Can I see your library card, please? Yeah. <laughs> Look, Karen, we've been over this. Yeah. So then uh, the boyfriend sh- is, like, uh, having lunch with his buddy and, like, yeah, check it out. Here's a picture of my girlfriend. Like, oh, my God, she's hot. Oh, that's awesome, dude. And then I, I guess uh, the boyfriend, like, gets a call or something and, like, goes outside and so the friend then takes his phone, sends the picture to, like, I guess his sister-in-law at the DMV to, like, run a facial analysis or whatever to identify right? her. And I'm just like, 
look, first off, know your fucking place, bro. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't do this. Hey, and the whole thing is like, oh yeah, I'm going to find out who she is for him. And, you know, he's going to remember us on their wedding day, that kind of thing. It's like, no, this is bullshit. But whatever. It gets a picture of her into the FBI database. And that, of course, lets the director of the FBI know because... That's how facial recognition stuff really works. It's it's yeah. ridiculous in this movie, yeah. especially oh in two thousand seven. Oh, they yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that happens. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, and then we get a scene where uh, the family, you know, Leo and Grandma and uh, the guy from the kennel, they are basically driving home, and uh, but we see Marco is parked outside of the family's place. <gasps> oh no. Yeah, Catalia, she calls her boyfriend, and of course, because they traced it back to his phone where they got the picture from, they're tracing that call, yeah. and SWAT's instantly outside of her apartment. What happened? I just took a picture of you, I'm sorry. I am too. Yeah, she's like running down a couple floors, and then going into shoots, and... I don't know, sliding down the fucking uh, uh, elevator cable. Oh, she knocked that one dude out when he was just, like, watching TV, like, broke into his apartment. He's like, what the? (laughs) So, like, this, like, she starts running through various people's apartments. And I just kept thinking about that uh, Bushwick. Oh, yeah. So when is she going to jump into the one where somebody's just going to put two in somebody's head? Guys, okay, if you haven't seen Bushwick, it came out, like, five or six years ago. Yeah. It's Dave Bautista and, like, a little teenage girl going through, you know, the Bushwick district of New York during like, uh, I don't know, fucking January 6th or whatever. Like all the Texas militias taking over New York or whatever. It sounds like a dumb premise. It's basically, it's a a one shot. It's a one shot, like video game kind of movie, but like gritty and kind of real and stuff too. I, I, I recommend it. I highly recommend it. It's not perfect. No, no, no. But it does stuff where you're like, they would never do this. Holy shit, they did it. <laughs> they fucking did it. Yeah, it, it, yeah. one of the scenes is like him and the little girl go running through an apartment as the guys are chasing them. And then, you know, the people in the apartment are like, ah, what the fuck? And by the time the next guys come through, they're like, pow, 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 right. like shooting them as they come through. <laughs> like, yeah, there you go. Well, and then, like, that's that's how she meets Bautista. Like, she breaks into Bautista's apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hides behind something. The guys jump in through the window. Bautista heard the window break the first time, comes in, like, blows a couple of heads wow, open. Wow, next snap. And then yeah. she's like, oh, my God, you saved me. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like no, please don't like, shoot me. No, 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 no. And he's just like you, you. You need to go. You need to go. No, they're after me. You need to leave. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, not in Bushwick, back in Columbiana. Right. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, there was like a scene where like she blew up a wall as the FBI was like blowing up her front door or something. And the FBI and... used way too much dynamite. Oh shit! Holy shit, dude! They were like ready to take out that whole side of the building with how much right. they put on that door, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, then she like eventually gets down into the garage and they're chasing behind her and she's like hiding in the ducks, but she also has this giant fucking rifle with her. Right. Like it's literally like as tall as she is. So at least five feet just strapped on her back and she's like crawling through ducks and you she's know, like hiding doing behind cars a good and job, shit. but she's too wafy for me to believe it. Yeah. She's like maybe a hundred pounds oh my God, and like maybe. six foot two. Is she six foot two? She's pretty or is she tall. Like five feet. Uh, either that. Okay, if she's five foot, then she's forty six pounds. Yeah, that's that's uh, what I'm thinking. But yeah, she seemed pretty tall in the uh, Star Trek movies. I don't know. She was really tall in uh, Avatar. 
<laughs> I never saw it. Unless it she, was The Last she, Airbender. She was one of the ten foot tall blue people. <laughs> unless it was Avatar The Last, <laughs> the last Airbender, because no. I only watch quality films. No, baby, you know she wasn't in that movie. She has melanin in her skin. That's true. <laughs> that movie is how people like their fences. What? Oh, boy. Uh, so anyway, uh, she then is like, you know, escaping and she goes to Leo and Ma- uh, Grandmama's house and they're all dead ski, like on the floor, bled murdered. out, even Tommy Chong or whatever's there dead. And, um, and then she goes to the home of the FBI director and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa what the fuck? What, what, are you, what, what, are you, what are you doing here? And she's basically like, look, I'm the one that's been killing all these guys. You need to give me the information that I want. Otherwise, that bomb I've put in the chair that you're sitting in is going to explode and kill you. And he's like, well, I, I, look, I, I can't help you get to Don Luis because I don't even have access to that stuff. And she's like, well, you better figure it the fuck out or I'm going to kill everyone you love once a week for the, until they run out. And he's like, fuck, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, the next day he uh, goes to see that CIA director that's been giving him the shove off or whatever and he's like, look, okay, the chick who's been doing this, she showed up at my house. She told me she's going to kill everyone I love if I don't get this information. So what can you do for me? Because I'm going to get this information no matter what it takes. But right. it'd be really sweet if you help me out. And the guy's like, I can't give you the information, bro. That sounds like a threat. And he's like, oh, sorry, my phone's going off. He like pulls out the phone and he's like, Hello? And he's, like, taking, like, four steps back from the CIA right, director but... guy. And he's like, look, if you don't give me that information, she says she's going to put two in your head right now. And he's, like, a little red dot on the guy's chest. <laughs> right. So this scene also was, like, super weird in that, like, I couldn't decide if the FBI director was, like, faking the phone call and was, like, in on it, was trying to, like, help her or was in on something because you never hear her or see her. It's like they were trying to finish the film, but she died. But let, like you, like often when they'll do these kind of things, they'll cut to like you know her in the building across yeah, the her, street, her in the parking or you'll lot even like way, yeah. you, or like like you'll hear a muffled version of her voice on the phone. You get nothing, and so I'm like, is he fucking faking it? Is he gonna try and kill the CIA director this way? Like, well, the CIA director, he's like, whatever. I don't think she can. And there's like a bull that like hits a picture of like the CIA director of the president or something. And he's like, okay, he's at 1342 Magnolia Lane in Metairie, Louisiana, 57418. Those beans are fucking spilt. Like, am I good now? Is she going to kill me? Uh, She says she doesn't know. What about my family? Am I safe for my family? Hello? 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 Yeah. Uh, She's gone. And then we get, okay, and then she goes to see uh, this uh, land surveyor, because you like, and the land surveyor is like six foot six, maybe 500 pounds, like he's a large a man. A big dude. And he kind of looks like the, you were saying like the, the uncle from Harry Potter a little bit, or? That's what I thought at first, because he got so much makeup, but then I think, I think it's the guy from Beetlejuice. Oh, uh, Glenn Haddix or what? from yeah. Demolition Man? Yeah. I mean, no, it's definitely not him. But it, it, it's look, look. If Foghorn Leghorn were a human, it would be this land surveyor. 
Right. I say, what are you doing here in my office? And she's basically like, I want the uh, schematics to the mansion at 1342 Magnolia Lane or whatever. He's like, well, I can't give that to you. She pulls the gun. And he's like, oh, right this way, Mal. And <laughs> so she gets those plans. And, uh, hey, we're reaching the last part. Oh, I'm, I'm looking it up. I think that's John McConnell? Smith? Yep, that, that's him, I think. Oh, okay. Now that I see him dressed up, yes. What is he? Oh, she's just in the Viking outfit. He's like the guy right. from the J.G. Uh, Wentworth commercial. <laughs> right? I have a cash settlement, but I need cash now. Oh, Lady Killers. I can totally see him in that. <laughs> uh, oh, Deja Vu. Maybe it's just a guy down in New Orleans. Maybe. Interview with the vampire. Miller's Crossing. Yeah, maybe he just lives down in Louisiana. He's just a Louisiana guy? Oh, Brother, where art thou? Django, Stolen, The Mechanic. Two, oh, two guns coming soon. Jonah Hex, The Departed. I don't remember them being in New Orleans, but... Monsters Ball. Goddamn, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Right. Twelve Years a Slave, Seeking Justice, Left Behind. Apparently, if you need a large southern man, this is who you get. Damn. All right, well, kudos yeah. to John McConnell or whatever. Yeah. So maybe we'll see if we can get an interview with him if he's still around. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. McConnell. Oh, wait, we can check this if he's... It looks like he's still alive. Yay! Come in next week. All right. So yeah. So then we go to the this uh, you know little mansion down New Orleans, and uh, fucking uh, kind of Leah. She doesn't fuck around. She goes Ooh. straight for the rocket launcher right, right into the hallway. Oh, I appreciate this. Everybody's just like lounging in the breezeway of this like fucking mansion, and I'm like, and they're like, "Did you hear something?" Dog. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this this is how you do it. This is how you do it. Yep. You, no warnings, no taps, just blow the whole fucking building up. And she damn near took Don Luis out, but he missed it and just got, like, a bunch of rubble and stuff on him. And he's like, ah, get me out of here! And uh, Marco, like, takes him and puts him in, like, some sort of panic room, which really just looks like a couple right? concrete slabs in the wall. Um, but, yeah, basically, uh, oh, yeah, someone's, like, trying to drive off, like, in a car, and she drives a fucking money truck through a brick wall and, like, cuts that off and... Uh, she's like shooting dudes through the floorboards and then they're throwing grenades back and then she has like a couple machine guns and she's in the upper level now it's like okay cool whatever she she, she is everywhere she is omnipotent ah, yeah. she is a god and then we get a nice little fight scene between her and Marco in that bathroom oh, and, and again it was cut pretty quickly yeah and it was fairly zoomed in but it but it was still pretty good like it was shot in a way where it's like, okay, yeah, fast moving, blah, 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 maybe hiding some stunt people in there a little bit. But it wasn't like Transformers where we didn't idea, know what was yeah. going on. It was just, okay, it feels like it's in a confined space. Yeah, it felt claustrophobic. I just, I'm going to go with if a few of the shots were a little bit longer, it would have felt like she was yeah. really doing it. This, It was cut so quickly, it felt like they were covering for someone who couldn't do their own stunts yeah if it were like a good you know five, even like five or six seconds of them like you know camera fixed like let's say like where the bathtub is or whatever but yeah, you're yeah, seeing them like, them like go wall blocks. wall to wall to yeah. wall to like banging their head on the sink or something like yeah. that. yeah or yeah, even yeah. if they could get through like one of the characters flipping the other without cutting yeah yeah but they can't lot. get through a flip yeah but uh basically um uh, the <laughs> End of the fight ends when uh, Marco, like, has a gun. Catalia, like, grabs it before he, like, points it at her, disassembles it, and takes the top part and stabs him in the fucking yeah! neck. <laughs> and I then, appreciate a unique kill. And then when she does that, she starts crying, and I'm like, um, 
okay, I get it. You've killed the guy that killed your parents or whatever, but Mm -hmm. you're also in the middle of a mansion, and I don't know how these people don't know you guys have been fighting in there for the last five minutes. Right. But, uh... Yeah, so then uh, Don Luis, he gets down to the garage, hops in the nearest Chevy van, (laughs) and, uh, you know, fucking uh, Terry Johns starts playing on the radio. (laughs) 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 So have Bobby and DeVito work into (laughs) Colombiana. But, uh, yeah, he, like, drives off, and uh, (laughs) he's like... Pulling through the streets, gets a couple blocks away, makes a turn, and oh fuck, he's caught behind this garbage truck. Ah, oh, that's written down. Garbage day. <laughs> and uh, you know, he gets a call on his phone. He's like, Marco. As <laughs> I was written down, Polo. No, no, oh, that's no, it's it's not her. It's not Marco. Um, she's like, uh, Hello, Luis. I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna kill you or whatever. And he's like, Whatever, you stupid bitch. I'm gonna have everybody come after you. I'm going to fucking kill you. I will hunt you forever. And she's like, Yeah, that's cool, but you're exactly where I want you to be. And he's like, What the fuck are you talking about? All of a sudden, you see those dogs in the back of the van, like, rise up. And she says, Eat. Hey, babe. How the fuck those dogs get in the back of that one random Chevy van that she knew he was going to take the I don't know. We, we do see a, see her, like, exit the shop when everybody's dead uh, with a big car, but we specifically see her leave the dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, we see the dogs watch her drive away. Because yep. my thought was like, oh, so you're just leaving the shop open to be ransacked and the dogs to die? Yep. That was it. Anyway, yeah. don't think about too much. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the uh, FBI guy, he's, like, questioning the boyfriend, and the boyfriend's like, look, I, she doesn't tell me anything. I don't even know if, like, where the real name is. She said it was, like, Jennifer, Jennifer. or something, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, that checks out. Uh, but then, and they're uh, like, all right, well, unless you're gonna hold me, can you just let me go? Yeah, we'll just let you go. And it's like, nope, false. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. We've got, we don't have anything on you. Uh, you have eating and abetting. Yeah, the FBI guy leaves, like, all right, I'm just gonna take a quick leak. I'll come back some paperwork you can fill out, and then you can be out of here. But then uh, boyfriend gets a call and he's like, oh, Jennifer, is that, is that you? And she's like, like, I know you're there. They're probably tracing this call. You got 40 seconds. And he's like, what's your real name? And I'm like, oh, skip. Skip, uh, skip, skip. <laughs> but she's like, Catalia, will my bird be coming back to me? And I'm like, oh, get the fuck out of here, movie. And, and that's when the FBI guy's like popping in. Like, are we tracing it? Are we tracing it? And, of course, she hangs up. And then, babe, what song plays? Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 I hurt myself Oh, god damn it. Oh, god damn it. Oh, god damn it. see if I... Oh, god damn it. I like that song. It's a great fucking song! And it doesn't fit this movie. No, not really. Because, like, oh, like... Okay, I get it. Oh, she lost everybody she's ever had. I thought the whole thing was she was a badass who didn't need nobody. Yeah, well, on that note, she uh, hops on the bus to nowhere, which is the sequel we'll never get. And uh, roll credits. Uh, listen to Johnny Cash cover a Trent Reznor song. Guys, that's uh, Colombiana. Babe, would you recommend this movie? I really can't. <laughs> no. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but it's... 
just a nothing movie. There there are so many movies of this exact same plot that are better. True. Guys, I'm a fan of the female assassin movie genre. If you are too, I would recommend checking this out. Maybe if you are, if you're looking for one you haven't seen yet, and this meets the criteria, check yeah, it out. Look, if you action. binge ten of them in a row, you would include this. Yeah, <laughs> if you've if you've seen all the Transporter and Taken sequels for, by the same director, you know what you're getting into, and you enjoyed it. It's like that, but with Zoe Saldana. Just don't think too hard about it. I mean, I know that's pretty easy to say with the genre sometimes, but just I don't know. Do better. Anyway. Anyway, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, babe. Steve. When we come back, <gasps> we have more beer. Oh? Fun facts. <gasps> and what we learned from Colombiana. Hey, everybody. This is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean. And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't the same. You tried. Babe, if you don't feel up to it, I know a guy within earshot. You just have to like give him a little wink, a little, just just a word. I just don't think Mr. Shrimpy's got the strength. He's only like quarter of an inch. Mr. Shrimpy can't fucking hear you. He's upstairs. <laughs> He's also a shrimp. Also, I don't even. I'm not even sure if it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> also true. <laughs> Hey, I heard you like movies. I heard you like to hustle. I heard you like podcasts. Well, guess what? There's a podcast for you out there called The Home Video Hustle. Damn right. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I put a bunch of movies in a bag, and PJ picks one out at random. And then we just watch it. We talk about it for maybe like an hour, hour and a half, two hours. Whatever we feel like doing, wherever the conversation leads us. But do we actually talk about the movie? Most of the time. Ah. Tangents galore. Yes. So believe me, we may be a movie podcast, but it's not always about movies. We might talk about video games. Mm-hmm. Music. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the big one, music. Uh, sometimes we might get a little bit of politicalness in there. Yes. 
Sometimes we may just oh we know what we like to do. We like to tell stories, people. Yeah, yes. I am the master storyteller <laughs> yes. of the podcast realm. <laughs> Undefeated. So if you like to hear about movies, video games, whatever foolishness comes to our mind, the most random stuff you can think of, check out the home video hustle. You can find us on the Stitchers. Yes. The Google Play. Yes. Apple Podcasts. What else? Podbean. What else? Podcast Addict. Goddamn. All that. Ain't no reason you can't get your hustle on. We everywhere. Worldwide, baby. Hustle, motherfucker. Hey, we can't cuss in the promo, PJ. Ah. We gotta be family friendly. There may be podcasts out there that don't want his hair to say. Ah. 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 Good fun stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> you. <laughs> no, don't, don't run the listeners away, PJ. Ah, I'm sorry. But this is going kind of long. Yes. So we'll end this and say, hey, check out the Home Video Hustle every Friday on all the various podcast outlets. Peace. Peace. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. You better be weak. Oh, babe. Steve. <coughs> are mm. you a little dry over sober? Here. Oh, definitely too sober. All right, we have from Utah Brewing. Buffalo Soldier Black Rye PA. Oh my god, cats. 7.6% alcohol by volume. Nice. I chuck him and he immediately just goes to go eat plants. Yeah. You know where he's not going to eat plants? Outside. Whatever. And the pool. Ooh. This is a beautiful dark brown beer. Very clear. Yeah. It's a khaki-colored head with very fine bubbles. Very fine bubbles, looking like a libiata. Sorry, I got my nose right in my foam here. Yeah. It smells really roasty. Ooh, you yeah. can smell the rye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steve's going in for the sip. Oh, man, we've had this a couple times on this podcast. It is fantastic every single time. This is one of your favorite beers from Utah, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You just like really almost anything with rye. As do, do I. <laughs> yeah, it's nice dark, uh, yeah, roasty notes. Mm-hmm. Nice little pine notes with the hops and everything. Just nice and yeah. well balanced with everything. Not overly and... hoppy. Sometimes IPAs can be, like, too bitter. But, yeah, not too bitter. Not like your wife. Wait, what? Yeah, it's all like bitter chocolate, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, really good. If you're ever in Ogden, Utah, Utah Brewing, Buffalo Soja, Black Rye PA. Yeah, this was packaged in May, so it's not even that old. (laughs) (laughs) You gonna top off my tiny cup? More? More than this? More! My little tiny cup, Steve. (laughs) Alright, babe. Steve. Would you be interested in any fun facts? I don't know. Would they happen to be super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. I like to think so. (laughs) Babe. Steve. What do you think the critics thought of this movie on Rotten Tomatoes out of 100%? Oh, I don't think critics think of this movie. Uh, But if they did, I would have to go with my super generous 17%. 27%, so not that far off. Uh, But what about the audience? The one that matters. There's going to be some weird fan club of like Luke Besson and... Zoe, what's her face? Who are just like, oh my god, we have to flood Rotten Tomatoes. Giant forces, weird fan clubs. Uh, I'm gonna say it's probably gonna be like certified fresh at like 56 or something. 67 percent with the audience, babe. Are you a critic? <laughs> are you a critic now? <laughs> this movie. <laughs> oh my god, I think of everything I hate. <laughs>
Anyway, $40 million budget. Not too bad. Pretty good mm-hmm. production value for that money. Yeah. Uh, worldwide gross, 71.5. So kind of... I don't know, Steve. That's kind of a lot of money for 1992. <laughs> for 92, maybe, but... <laughs> Not for 2011 when this allegedly happened. They blew the entire happened. budget on that super futuristic SD card. <laughs> there you go. Maybe this will explain a little bit. Uh, the film was based on a script that was set to be a sequel for... <gasps> Leon the Professional. The story was set to follow Natalie Portman's character Matilda. She tracked down and killed characters that had wronged her and Leon. But due to rights issues with the studio behind the first film, it was cancelled. Mm-hmm. Oh. And the script was turned into... Colombiana. Now that makes a lo- slightly more sense because yeah. in Leon, you know, the girl's parents are killed. You know, I think that yeah. movie came out 94, 93, something like yeah, that. Yeah, so that makes sense that it's 1992. Yeah, and like a year later, she becomes the assassin and starts killing people. And yeah. You know, end of the first movie happens and she's alone now and, you know, lone wolfing the shit out of it. I mean, that Spoilers. makes sense. Spoilers! Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen Leon the Professional, what the fuck is wrong with you? And you're never going to, so... Right. Do I really need to say spoilers? Everyone should watch that movie. <laughs> Nailed it. Alright, uh... In the extended slash director's cut of the film, her parents are actually killed in front of her. We must have seen the director's cut. Okay, yeah. I guess. I didn't really say anything, but... Alright. And in the scene where Catalia rams into the police car... Uh. Yeah. Is in a place outside New Orleans called Fat City. The bar Uncle Larry's was actually a real bar at the time, but is no longer there. Also in the scene briefly, you can see a sign for a Circle K, and a split second later, you see Brother's Chicken. It's actually the same building. The gas station was under construction during filming, and the brothers had bought the Circle K franchise. Babe, why might I bring that up? Because you love Brother's Chicken? I do love Brother's Chicken, and babe, I'm pretty sure that's the... Gas station where there was also the Brothers Chicken that I got that wonderful gas station catfish that I keep raving about every time yeah. we talk about New Orleans so food. So when we went to the for <laughs> our when we went on our honeymoon. Oh, that's right, we did when, go there. When too. we got that's back right. from our honeymoon, that's right. We got driven around by Sparkles. That's right. Shout out Sparkles. Shout out to Sparkles, guys. Look up all for Claudia on Instagram. Claudia the Muleycorn. She is a fabulous dressed up. U- mule who runs around new orleans with her driver sparkles they are amazing and a personal friend of mine <laughs> a very good friend of mine as you might say on death race 2000 <laughs> but babe we've come to the important part of this entire endeavor oh the reason this podcast exists what did we learn from colombiana that in the movie colombiana there is no Colombiana. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally a catchy title for nothing. <laughs> and you could just have that be like, she changes her name to Colombiana from, you know, because she only wants certain people to know, you know, she only wants her family to know her real name or something, and that would fit in just fine. Yeah. Uh, I also learned you can puke up a microchip in 1992, and it will work perfectly with just a little shaky shake. Yeah. Uh, I also learned Xena wasn't around until three years after 1992, so fuck you, movie. Get your shit right. (laughs) Research! (laughs) Anything else you learned, babe? That there's no Columbiana 
in Colombian. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. Uh, how about no time for bras? Oh yeah, no time for bras. More costume changes than a Marvel movie. Yes, <laughs> more costume changes than bullets fired. Almost. <laughs> if it weren't for those semi-automatic machine guns. <laughs> well, babe, thank you for watching this movie with me. Oh, thank you for for subjecting me to this. <laughs> You're welcome. Don't worry, I'm going to be doing it again a couple other times in the next couple months. Oh, you're going to love them. Shut the fuck up. Uh, uh, but are you on social media at all? I am. Like you maybe can... right now? Right at this moment, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That is a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all of the social medias. You can find me on Etsy at Untidy Venus. You can find me on Patreon at Untidy Venus, where you can help vote on what I draw. I'm going to be having a series of little just like beginner how-to videos for some art things. If you just want to get started low-key, like no pressure, yeah. There's also still the Sticker of the Month Club going on over at uh, at Untidy Venus on Patreon. Four bucks a month, you get a sticker every... Excuse me. You get a sticker every month. Woo! Yeah, join that Patreon, guys. I, uh, humble brag here. Mm-hmm. I'm part of that Patreon. Oh. I get some pretty sweet-ass stickers. Mm, you're on the special tier, though. Yeah. You get some, uh, access other people don't. <laughs> Unless they get that special access on <laughs> patreon.com slash untidyvenus. Uh, no offense, guys. You cannot match the tier Steve is at. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but you can try. <laughs> Anyway, uh, and you can find us on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned From Movies, or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course Patreon as well at E-I-L-F Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned From Movies. movies. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, we should be having our Broovies movie nights back, so if you're oh, in the Ogden area snap. and, uh, you know, date to be determined, you want to come watch some amazing movies with us and have yeah. fun. Uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from, from movies. And uh, give us some suggestions. Let us know you'll be there. We'll we'll put it on the big screen for you. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, everything I Learned from, from Movies. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain the only thing that's real the needle tears a hole the old familiar sting Try to kill it all away, but I remember everything. What have I become? 